Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Are you ready for a revolution in your thinking? We are. That's right. Welcome to Funniest Thing. I'm Daryl. I am Ed. Today's show is called Thank Your Way Out with Glenn and Sarah Brewster. Thank your way out. If you want to start turning your life around, just start proclaiming thank you. We can literally thank our way out of anything and get our thinking going in the right direction, the direction we want to go. Simply repeating the words, thank you, will bring you into harmonious relations with the good in everything, and the good in everything will move toward you. On this episode, Daryl and Ed emphasize the prospering power of utilizing this simple prayer. And during the second segment, the merry thanksters, Glenn and Sarah Brewster, all the way from Alameda, California, come in to tune us into the good we desire with today's reading, which is grateful. Oh, and today's episode came up after last week's show, the title, when we were hanging out with Chobi. Yeah, let's thank Chobi right now. Indy, that is at Chobo Studios. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing amazing. It's a great, great day, and hopefully my mic doesn't cut out again. Let's now, think. you said something quite genius, meaning genuine, when we were together. People don't realize that genius just means being genuine. I know. Well, <laughs> what, what, what did I? Uh, you say? said praying should be called thanking. Yes, not thinking, thanking. What, what did you mean by that, big buddy? Well, I, you guys have kind of mentioned this on you know in passing before, but you know you should. Doesn't the Bible say you got to thank for what you're praying for, like as if you've already received it, right? Rather than going like, please give me this thing I don't have, you know? Right. So that's. That's that. <laughs> there you go. But it was genius because um, when you, th- we always like to re- reframe things as people call yes. it. Or just come up with a new word that has more oomph. Oomph. Because if praying can mean a whole bunch of things, um, but if you really think about praying as thanking, it uh, changes a lot of things. I mean, uh, I'm excited about the show. I've been making strides in terms of um, my relationship with my current teaching job which just started and it's brought up a whole bunch of crap, but with the the help of everyone going back into, I'm looking forward to continually moving my mind back into the thanking mode because that really is the way out. Uh, So that's why today's show is called Thank Your Way Out. Too often we get caught up in wrangling with things and we inadvertently magnify the problem. That's right. You do not have to figure your way out. If you just start affirming thank you, I was uh, 
talking with somebody this week. I'm trying to convince them that simple solutions are the best. Ah, yes. You know, some people don't enjoy that. Oh, yes. Including ourselves every My once in a while. does it. We're <laughs> more likely to play along because we've been through the rodeo enough times. But now, yeah, now I'm like, okay, I'll do anything. You know, if you got something th- simple, lay it on me. So I was suggesting that he try. I said, listen, man, because he goes, oh, I'm doing terrible. You know, I'm crashing and burning. I said, so what are you doing? You know, number one, did you do a morning routine? What do you think the answer was? Uh, well, uh. Okay, yes. So he didn't do his morning routine yet, and I gently let him know. I go, well, you know, you might want to consider doing that, you know, as a routine. Yeah. Because it really does have a significant effect on your attitude yeah. throughout the day. And if you want, you know, what is attitude? Attitude is just our mental approach to life. Mm-hmm. It could be good or bad. So, um, you know, I shared simply how I do that. But I, he go, so I go, well, what are you doing now? I'm just walking around saying, God, God, God. I said, well, I go, why don't you try this? Because this was after Saturday when wow. we talked about yeah. prayer is thanking. Indy talked about that. Mm-hmm. I think Sunday we talked, oh, the show should be thank your way out. Right. You know, if you say pray your way out, people go, oh, please, God, but yeah. thank your way out. So we were like, wow, that's good. So by the time I talked with this guy on Tuesday, you know, I had already started just walking around, similar to the yes prayer that we recommend. Yeah. Only I just said, you know what? I'm just going to do thank you because I really wanted to blast my head out of. Yeah. It, was a, it wasn't going in the direction. It wasn't taking me in the direction I wanted to go. And I could tell because of how rotten I was feeling. So I just start going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't want to thank you. And you know what? It is remarkable. And I explained it to him like this. I said, two things, You because he's kind of intellectual. Yeah. So you have to meet people where they are. You can't twist anyone's arm. You can't enforce gratitude. Right, but right. But I can encourage it the best way I can. And that's what you and I try to do with the show, because- we're the same way, and like you said at the beginning of the show, sometimes hearing it described from a different viewpoint opens my mind to enlightenment. You know, it enlightens my brain, like, holy cow, yeah. Yes. So I said, listen, I, I go, you know William James? He's the father of American psychology. Oh, yes, yes, the father of American psychology. I go, great. I go, do you know what he said the biggest, and I think we mentioned this on last week's show, but it's worth repeating. If I didn't, you'll hear it for the first time. Sometimes Ed and I have conversations during the week and we think that's what happened on the show. True. Sometimes we say things on the show and forget we said them. Mm -hmm. But William James said the best discovery of the century, and he became the head of Harvard University, so he was well-respected, he said is this, thought, emotion, action. Thought creates emotion, emotion propels action. But the second part is the best part. Action change, can change the emotion, which can change the thinking pattern. Mm. So I said this to him, and I said, so I've been just saying thank you, thank you, thank you, because that's the action. And rather than get into spiritual discussions with him, because you know you could, you could feel if there might be a, a wall, but the great news is, folks, all of it's now like 
it corresponds perfectly to scientific and psychological discoveries. I mean, we're living in a century where one's proving the other over yes. and over. So I was able to tell him that I go, listen, I go, it immediately starts to change my mood and then change my train of thought. And I said, because my buried in my subconscious mind, ever since I was a small child, whenever we said thank you, it was we've received something we love. I mean, we never said thank you. Right. You know, for, for punishment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is I told him, I said, my subconscious mind doesn't fight with that word. It accepts it. And then it starts moving my emotions. Or, ooh, ooh, this is good stuff. And then my present circumstances start to correspond with my new mood and the, the train of thought that's now starting to take hold. You know, the great news is, so he, he said he was going to do it. I have no idea if he has. I, I can guarantee you this. If he has done it, he's going to share with me how wonderful it worked. Yeah. Because Ed and I both know it goes even beyond that. Because the greatest truth is that spiritually and metaphysically and even uh, philosophically, according to Einstein, that everything's vibration, everything's energy. Mm. Once my mind starts moving into this thinking, it's as if it already has received things I'm not even conscious of. It takes the burden out of scheming and trying to piece together what I would like for myself yes. by just saying thank you. Mm -hmm. And miraculous things started happening this week for myself just from doing that. You know? Yeah. And even you on Monday, because mm -hmm. unbeknownst to you in my notes, I just want to show you this. Remember Monday, you had a great revelation? Yeah. What was the date on Monday? Does anyone know? Oh. Anyway, on Monday, my to-do list. I think it was the 28th. Okay. On Monday, one of the things on my list was praise Ed's head. Nice. And then I wrote yesterday's unexpected and unplanned blessings. Mm. And I included what you told me and how your whole attitude started moving in a healthier direction. And you even took some amazing that's true. positive footwork this week. Yeah. Cause what I, I was talking to my wife and I think part of thanking my way out. Actually, I learned a lot from, from, you know, talking to my wife and having this, this conversation. And cause I've had, a, I've had a lot of inner, angst about my job for a really, really long time. And I just haven't really known what to do about it or I don't know. I, it's just been a process, whatever, for whatever reason, ignoring it, but also like going, well, I, I'm blessing a lot of people. I've gotten a lot out of it. I'm in a new place in my life as a result. Um, but for the first time, I really, I think calmly, I just said to my wife, you know, I just don't want to teach anymore. I don't want to teach anymore. And because I wasn't wrestling with it, I just said, I just don't want to teach anymore. And then she said, you know what? That is powerful. Say that again. I just don't want to teach anymore. And then I told it to Daryl, and then he got on fire. And he was very re reassuring, too, because my mind, I have a crazy 
overly analytical mind at times that tries to take spirituality and like overly precisely. And this happens in a lot of, especially in like science of mind and other oh, yeah. thought-based practices that focus on thinking where we start to like overly stress the specifics of what we're thinking and not realizing and like what, and what we're saying and exactly yeah. how we're saying and thinking that that is like magic words. It's making it happen. I might be misunderstood, but God already knows the, 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 whatever our hearts desire. I mean, that's in the Bible, whatever that's, that's just spiritual principle, whatever we really desire. The universe is our, uh, Abraham Hicks talks about this. The universe source energy is already responded to. We've yeah. already asked the asking just happens naturally. As soon as we, get clearer on what we want. So I told Daryl about that. And at that very moment, we, we, I mean, we could talk about two different things. One, we got an email from Mark Hicks. Oh my God. You should say the first thing though, because I only said this to you because I know my own mind and this is how we could be helpful to each other. Yeah. Because Ed said that and it felt so good. I felt high. Oh yeah. Though you mean but, what you actually said, I didn't even say it. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, but what you said, you know, yeah. you know what? I just don't want to teach anymore. I felt like, what a, re I felt a relief. Like it was like, wow, this is Ed's true self. You know, it felt so good. But then I could tell where my mind would go. Oh no, but I don't want to like, what well, does this mean? Never teach anymore. Never teach. Does this mean I won't be doing our show? I don't want to curse myself. Right. So I, I immediately telling myself, like affirming myself out of that. I was still on the phone with it. I said, no, no, Ed, don't worry about saying that. God knows what you mean by that. Yeah. God knows exactly what you mean. Yeah, and several things. That. That. We got several emails. Uh, one oh. email is from Leslie Laird who said, and I want to thank you, Leslie, out there, said, Ed, your enthusiasm on Funniest Thing here as of late is simply infectious. And, it's this, like, all, wait, and this all came after this yeah. thing. This is the incredible part. She said, it's like watching the caterpillar metamorphosism, metamorphism into a beautiful butterfly. You go, big guy. Your guardian angels are all around you. And then I had emailed her. She said, my response made her day. Fantastic. That happened. And then he saw an email from Mark Wait, Hicks. This is just less than two and a half hours after Ed told me that. I look on my email, and it was an email from Mark Hicks. And we, yeah. we talk about it. If you don't know who Mark Hicks is, we talk often or occasionally about truthunity.net. It is the best resource for all the high-powered, kick-you-upstairs, spiritual you, readings, yeah, uh, audio, video, no charge. It's just there, freely given, and it really is the good stuff. And links to how to find the stuff if he doesn't have it yeah. on the site, which most likely he does. So right after that, we get I get an email. And I thought maybe it was to the funniest thing with Daryl and I, because all my emails go to the same spot. Right. You know, I coordinated. Right. So I thought maybe this is to Daryl and I thought it was just a flyer. Like he was letting us know they're doing a event in November from the 3rd to the 5th, that at, weekend. At Unity Village. Yeah, Charles Fillmore um, event. But Mark Hicks, if you don't already know, he's in tune with how the two of us talk. He... He's like Kathy Norman, Nancy Norman, David McClure, like practical use of this stuff yes. in everyday life, like the real. Yeah, truthunity.net is an amazing resource, and it's pure giving. 
Yeah. It's pure um, spreading the word so that it can bless other people just the way the Fillmore's and all the original unity and metaphysical teachers used to do it. It's just we're so excited about this. We want to get this out there and make it accessible. Yes. We don't even want to make any. There's no hoops you have to jump through to get to the information. It's just right there for you. And it's made for it's made for the person ex, uh, enjoying it and benefiting from it to have a good experience because it's so easy. Yes. You know, there's no 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 emails that you have to. No. Yeah. So <laughs> he's just an amazing guy. Actually, he's the reason why we have. There's a page on truthunity.net for funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. Yeah, which is as an truth honor. Teachers, which is amazing. So, uh, so he sent this, and it looked like a flyer, and it, and because it was coming from Mark Hicks, I'm looking through it, but it didn't have like all the speakers yet, and I just thought he was letting us know about this event, and I saw it was only ninety nine dollars for the week, and I go, this might be a great excuse for the two of us to go to Uni Village as as. Well, you as, know, as audience members, I yeah. was thinking as just to be part of it. Well, well, also we got to frame it because if you listen to last week's episode, I mentioned going to Unity Village. Yes. Like we talk about like three or four different times, and I was driving on the night before last week's show, which would have been Friday night, and I had this like feeling of good feeling of being at Unity Village, and then Daryl and I talked, and I was like saying, but I don't want to go. Because when we used to go, we went as talent from the radio station. And we just had free reign of the place, especially yeah. with Daryl. We're opening doors. Everywhere we go, we find people who love the show. We were in every chapel. Tom people, Thorpe showed us the ins and outs of the place. People would hear us talking in the hallway. And they'd come out of their office and go, wait, Daryl and Ed? And we'd go, yeah. Oh, my God, I recognized your voices. I watched, I listened to your show all the time. It was incredible. Yeah, and the other thing that happened on the show, I started talking about Charles Fillmore, and I started getting choked up on the show because I was saying how much he's been coming through me. So the event that Mark Hicks was asking for speakers for... Well, we didn't even know this. Oh, yeah, this, we didn't, I didn't even, even know get you. to the good the, part. The, the, the event that he was advertising was a Charles Fillmore... Um, take on the Bible. Yeah, metaphysical. Metaphysical interpretation of the yes. Bible. So that's what this whole speaking event was about. So I was like, this is great. A weekend. We could stay at the hotel, only 99 bucks. And yeah. then the price of the hotel, what the, you know, why not? Well, then I read it further. I, I was so, like, not aware of what it was. And I'm reading through, and at the bottom it says, you know, if you're interested in speaking or whatever, uh, click this. So I go, Ed, maybe we should throw our hat in. See if, you know, if we're even on the, if he'd even consider us. Well, Ed sends it in on behalf of both of us. Yeah, because I, I, I even just came up with the topics immediately. Yeah. Cause, and I, mine was spiritualization of your consciousness, which is what I've been talking about a lot because there's that phrase that Charles Fillmore used for, for me, that's the perfect description of when I switch into yes. this unity perspective, this, this truth perspective this healthy inspired thank you perspective i feel like my consciousness becomes spiritualized it plugs into spirit and then daryl's like, i don't know what should i do and i said you got to do joy is the strength of the lord and he's like i was thinking joy but i, I was think thinking was joy yeah yeah so we so anyway ed sends those in and then I decide to finally read the subject line yeah. of the email i never even read the subject line Mark Hicks actually was sending each one of us individually, it was to my personal email and Ed's, wondering, the whole thing was, 
He was asking if we would want to participate. He was already inviting us. Yes, there's an invitation for speakers. So we'll be there uh, speaking Saturday morning is Daryl, and then Saturday afternoon is Ed. And if he picks some great goofy pictures off the internet for he, our, Oh, my God. My wife said we got to leave them in there because they're the most interesting ones yes, in the bunch. Because they're not headshots. They're just us. Something from, he found on Facebook yeah. or something. I'm going like. And it's like me falling out of a car laughing. I mean, it just makes no sense. But that's what makes all the sense. So that happened. Yeah. That happened immediately after, like, reassuring Ed, no, I understand your prayer. Yeah, you just want to teach the way you like teaching. Yeah. And uh, you don't want to teach the way you don't like teaching. Then we get an email. Ed goes, wait a minute. Did you see this email from this lady, Susan? Oh, Yeah. And I was like, Susan, yeah, from some gallery? Yeah. And you've been talking about getting your art out there. I look, and it was a lady who I showed with up in Pacific Grove. Yeah, which is where Monterey, Monterey and Carmel. Area, yeah. It's all in that little cluster there with Pebble Beach. So, and this was like 1993 or so. When you last, when you showed up there. Yeah. So it was a long time. So I responded. I said, oh, are you still up north? What's going on? She goes, no, I'm in England now. And in the meantime, she had listened. She discovered we have a podcast. Yeah. And she said, oh, my God, I love your podcast, by the way. This is right up my alley. So I asked, are you near Leeds? Because I thought Miranda. Yeah. we were at, Yeah. And she said, no. Oh, right, right. She said, no, I'm actually in this spot. And that's when Ed looked it up and said, that's right near Devon. So I said, wait a minute. Are you near Devon or the Schumacher College? Yes. She's right down. She goes, it's, it's right down the block. The Schumacher College is where Satish yeah. is the, he's the director of. It's incredible. And I told her, I said, he was just a guest on the show. And Grace Dethridge, she's an administrator there. Yeah. So it was like we were getting hit with all these coincidences. And this is, we were both like, just thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know, you. I was going to say, too, you combine, because you talked about the yes walk before, when your left foot hits the ground. Yes. 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 And then, so this is a thank you version. Thank you. Thank you. So I was thinking about, in terms of William James, you're combining action and thought. Yes. You're combining the thought, the action, which is moving your body, and you're, you're hitting it from both sides. And I think because I did a little thank you jog yesterday. I mean, because yeah, the other thing, I've been under the weather on and off twice since in two weeks since school started. So I've been listening to this, this book that I got called Trust Your Vibes, Sonia Choquette, this, this Hay House thing. She was giving this book away free. You can still get it on her website, Sonia Choquette, uh, Trust Your Vibes. And the only, it just, I just want to hear something simple about that, which yeah. is trust your intuition, trust yes. the way you're feeling. And I was on my way over here. It's all about, she's like, your brain can lie and think any, but your body is yeah. always telling you what's really going on in your consciousness. And man, this, this, I've had this terror that's like reassociated with this job. But the, when I talk about it out loud and let it have a voice, it yeah. turns into the excitement because I'm just so yes. tired of not doing what my spirit really wants me to be doing. It's like, I don't want to leave this school just because... It's too much work for me, which is what my judgmental brain tells me. I have real reasons why what's going on there is not healthy and it's not the, it's not the best for me, for the people I'm working with, or for the students involved or anyone, the parents. Yeah. And, you know, 
I made a commitment to myself when I was like 20. I was start when I started singing in a band and like writing my own lyrics. I was like, I got to be true to myself. Yes. I can't be that schmuck who's like, and now, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I am a bit of that schmuck because uh, I, I like the money, man. I'm getting paid more now than I ever have. I've enjoyed the time off and stuff. But now it's just come to a point where my son is getting ready to graduate from college and he's in a great place. It's like a perfect another time where the yes. universe is like, stop hemming and hawing about that. Let's, I want to say, look, we always go super over. We're, we're gonna, we can go super over with Glenn. And, yeah. um, but let me thank Rod. Mugshots. Rod's uh, cold brew is in this mug right here. What, what's, oh. uh, Rod Schweitzer is our friend, guest, uh, actor, amazing guy. He's also a slinger of cold brew and yes. um, kombucha. What are we drinking today? Some Stumptown? today we're drinking delicious Stumptown. Oh, it's delicious! And then I know you you milked some oat plants to get me some oat he milk. He also uh, gave us. He was generously donated delicious high end oat milk. Oh, that's from Ron. Also, that's also from Ron. Sucking from the teat of Rod Schweitzer. Thank you, buddy. And also, this is a UC Berkeley dad mug. I'm drinking out of today. Well, I want to say something to our listeners. I, I, is it about pet goats and pap smears? We got some great mail. Okay, what is it? It's just a. I mean, I just want you to consider just trying this, even if you're reluctant and think that's ah, kind of silly. Yeah. But silly, like Florence Scovel Shin drives home, is the best way to get silly, doing silly, saying sillier affirmations or rhyming affirmations or what your conscious mind or what you seem is reasonably, your reasoning mind says, that's silly. Yeah. Try doing thank you. If you're feeling hung up in traffic and don't associate with things because then it's like arm wrestling. Like, thank you for this traffic. Thank That's not going to work. Oh, I don't. Yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah. yeah. So th thank you for this line. In <laughs> no, no, that won't work because you're still fighting. Yes. You're resisting. Just that's happening. But you're just going to go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you are going to be amazed. I guarantee you, I'm not going to go into it because we've got our guests coming. But Dude, what you just said, though, is the breaths. Should we give them the Oh, breaths? we're going to do the breaths. We can talk about the calendar later. Yeah, because you can even bring the calendar out when, they're, when they yeah, come in. Yeah, because these breaths are. Um, why did you do the first one? Yeah, because these I'll... breaths came up while I was doing the thank you. Because me and my brother, yes. when we were younger, this song was on. So somehow it just got drilled into our brains. You it's may by have, the BT Express. Yeah, I would have never known that. Me neither. They just got lopped in with Cool and the Gang. And yeah. Who's the Funkadelics and all that Part stuff. Of it, yeah. yeah. They, got, they were all one. But here we go. So this is compliments to them. So this is something. Uh, the reason I because you almost sounded like you were singing it. Right I know. There. That's how it got in my brain. Yeah. And uh, it's a good way to override the rational because song just lifts oh. the spirits. And if you sing something like this, forget it. You could sing your way. With this, this is really like chanting, like Buddhist yes. monks chant. Uh, oh. You know, Hindu, they chant and priests chant. You know, it's like, it's something that just lifts the spirits, gets you out of the rational mind. Yes. And before you know it, I, I was, yeah, before you know it, you're feeling Everything good. shifts. You're on you're, that BT Express, baby. Yeah, and, and your circumstances will improve. Here, you might want to stop that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and remember what the other guy does. Mm -hmm. Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you got it. Okay. You okay, yeah. ready? Yeah. So here we go. Take a nice cleansing breath. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm satisfied. Whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm satisfied. (sighs) Whatever it is. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm satisfied. Whatever it is. Yes. Oh, man, I feel good. You know what? Yes, Eric read Butterworth this. says, yeah, we'll read this. We'll do a this little mail good... and get on to the yes, to this our is a, guests. This is a We're great... trying to beat that 45 minute mark that uh, that Andy told me about. Here we well, go. We got we're five all... minutes left. <laughs> we're all no, we're only 28 minutes in. Oh, yeah. When the actual show started, though, Indy, that, that. Oh, yeah. I started a little early. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the fact is that the happy life is this is Eric Butterworth. Celebrate yourself. Yes. Celebrate yourself, fool. He was the original of Mr. T. Mr. Butterworth. He's the BT Express Butterworth. So he said, the fact is the happy life is one that is in tune with the inner flow. When you are inwardly centered, you are happy. And it's funny, this thank you actually attunes us to our real self. It's a tuning fork. It's a tuning fork. And your happiness is not the effect of things or conditions, but more likely the cause of them. Yes. The poet sings, all things respond to the call of rejoicing. All things gather where life is a song. Begin your day every day in a celebration consciousness. Within you is the unborn possibility of limitless life, and yours is the joyous privilege of giving birth to it. Let the child of your great potential be born. Happy birthday. The universe is celebrating you. Celebrate yourself. And I'm just going to read a practical uh, scientific reason why this really works. It's from Emmett Fox around the year with Emmett Fox. And it was from August 22nd. We may or may not have read this on the show last week, mm-hmm. but it's worth rereading. It's called, You Are Always Treating. And that's what we're doing with the thank you. Yes. We're bypassing the reasoning mind and we're actually, we're actually praying utilizing the real, you know, summed up definition that Indy came up with, praying should be called thanking. Yeah. So listen to this. This is why you are continually treating your conditions with the thoughts that you hold concerning them. What you really think about anything is your treatment of that thing. Many people have the idea that they're only treating when they're calling it treating, but no matter what you call it, Your thought concerning any subject is a treatment. This is the reason visible conditions are always the expression of invisible thought. If you will begin systematically to treat every side of your life with a series of positive, correct thoughts and keep this practice for even a few weeks, and that's why doing the general prayer of just thank you is treating all your affairs with this positive, um, correct idea you will be amazed to find how much everything will change for the better. And this is without trying to coerce it. Yeah. And it, and it has the, it's quoting Romans, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you know what's great about the beginning of that part? 
the, the be transformed by the renewing of your mind, it says, it's the part where he says, basically, I don't buy into the world's problems. Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm not going to buy into what's worrying about how to scheme. I mean, you can go look up the Bible verse for yourself, but in a, in a metaphysical way of looking at it, it's I'm not going to worry about trying to scheme my way out of this yeah. or fix it or call this guy or get the right contact or how am I going to make this happen? You know, who do I got to talk to? How much do I got to pay? No, it's saying just forget about all that outside activity and just, just work on getting your mind into this higher altitude, this thankful spirit. Yeah. And all things good will then come toward you. Yeah. I mean, that's if you read the whole verse, yeah. that's the beginning, the end, and the being transformed is the middle of it. Ah. So it's like not buying into, I got to do this, or they said that, or I'm not qualified, or I'm too old, or I'm too young. No, no. Just work on your mind, and then circumstances will correspond to that. Oh, my God. It's such a relief, man. This is the good news. When we get back, we'll do the, the mail. We'll have wonderful people. Glenn and Sarah sitting with us in the studio. We want to thank Jeff Comfort each yes. week. He takes us right into the comfort zone. Yes, coming up next, the Merry Thanksters, Glenn and Sarah Brewster. Tune us into the good we desire with today's reading, Grateful, and a whole lot more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, welcome back to the second half of Thank Your Way Out. With Glenn and Sarah Brewster. Hello. How's it going? Good. Yeah? Are you enjoying the experience? This is amazing, yes. Yeah. I love it. We listen a lot to your show, so it's really amazing to be at Chobo Studios and get to put it into visualization. So, Absolutely, yes. yeah, that's amazing. Well, it's 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 an honor to like to all that energy going out and then into you two and then bringing it back into the studio is really great for us as well, man. It's yeah, just... especially since the first, we're so happy to have the Merry Thanksters <laughs> from the Bay Area finally uh, in our studio. So, um, Sarah, you actually, will you hand this to Sarah? <laughs> Can you give us a book review? Kirky Chelson sent us a book. Well, Send it over to Sarah. But I just want to make sure the audience sees oh, the title. Right <laughs> You're really going to make sure? Well, she's the one who spotted it. What, what did you note about that book? Uh, what, by the way, what's it called? It is, it is called... Pet Goats and Pap Smears, <laughs> 101 Medical Adventures to Open Your Heart and Mind from Pamela Weibel, MD. So I was a little bit confused about why Ed had this book. Right. 
Um, but and then I heard it was a gift from Kirky, and, uh-huh. and Ed and Daryl had some interesting theories about what have made uh, Kirky send this. Their well, way. It, was the co- it was the cover. <laughs> I, I, I tend to judge what we receive from Kirky is always the cover. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought it looked interesting. I actually was kind of interested to read it because it sounds like she has a way of bringing some levity to some difficult healthcare situations and to make it a little lighter and brighter. So I, I, it looked interesting. I well, might check it out. Well, we didn't want to say anything, but it's our gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's in, the introductions by Patch Adams. Yeah. I mean, it's a reputable book. It's old Patch Adams. But it's one of those ones where... Kirky meant it as a joke, but God meant it for good. <laughs> Perfect person found it. Let me just hold up another postcard from Kirky. If you're not on YouTube, you go on YouTube, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, and you will see all the action. Um, he what said, does it guys, say? good wait, news. Wait, what does it say on the cover? On the cover, it says, take pride in your achievements because your failings will be punished without mercy. <laughs> this guy, and it's my head under Daryl's foot. This guy. <laughs> Well, the critical voice is not your own. That's the good news. The critical voice on the front of this card is not your own. The voice of love, appreciation, and self-acceptance is fire your inner critic and reinstate your inner fan club. That's from Alan Cohen. Kirky loves you. This is the key, folks. It's so hard to believe that this is the truth. I'm going to read it again. The critical voice is not your own. The voice of love and appreciation and self-acceptance is. And you know why it's difficult is because, like right now, I'm excavating, letting go of my identification with a very critical voice that has kept me in, in positions and things that were not right for me. It was someone else over my shoulder second-guessing me that I internalized as my own voice and wondered why things never worked out the way I wanted them to. But thank God now with these yeah. tools... I'm like, wee! I had to take a leap. By the way, someone else is thinking of us. It's now all Parkland. this, all this great stuff came this week with all our thank you, thanking affirmations, including this was a big surprise from Lois Conklin. So thank you, Lois. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're satisfied. And she said, "Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits." Watch your habits before, before they become character. Watch your character before it becomes your destiny. And that was found on the Unity Facebook page. Well, thank you, Lois. She also said, um, just wanted to send a little note your way in hopes, and in hopes that it will brighten your day. Love the recent Funniest Thing broadcast. Always makes my day. Your guests are amazing. Give yourself a pat on the back. Say hello to Lois, will you? Hey, Lois. All right. We're having a good time. Blessings and love to you all, Lois Conklin. And then she gave us a nice um, contribution, which really, really means a lot to us because it's nice that this ministry is now, you know, like being paid with everyone's contributions where it's paying for itself now and it's just growing and building. Yeah. I had a very inspired meditation the other day um, in which... Because I was going into a new place. I was stepping forward to where do I want to be? Where, you know, like where, where's my spirit already? And I saw an incredible amount, like myself being incredibly prosperous and us starting a funniest thing, foundation of some sort and bringing it all over the world. Like we already are, but just 
really fully funded and really, I don't know, I was just in this state where I had started maybe my own other school as well for kids. Yeah. And like I was, it was so inspiring. So everyone who's participating now is part of that vision. So thank you. Uh, Michael Schoonover also sent us literature on the same day. I'm going to read one little quote, uh, one little paragraph, and then we're going to talk some more to Glenn and Sarah. So I appreciate your patience. Um, relax and receive. And this is from a, a reading from Weekly Unity, which was an old-time Unity uh, newsletter from, wow, it was 10 cents a copy, from March 13, 1960. And it says, Weekly Unity, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Wow. And the question was, when shall we bless? By Janitha K. Merrill. And she said, just as a small portion of this article, but it says, relax and receive. Open yourself to the glorious infilling of the divine presence. Do not drag your, your problems into this heavenly radiance, but continue to receive. Receive until a sense of joy and strength wells, with, wells up within you. Then, when you are vibrant with this inner realization of God's presence and power, turn and bless. In the power of spirit, you can bless your problems sincerely and joyously. And as you bless from this God-given wellspring of strength and joy, you will be free with a glorious new liberty, and your words will free and uplift all others concerned in the manner. In the matter. You know what? You said something I think we should bring up that we haven't said. It's when we ask for things, like even when you said, I don't want to teach. Like you said, I don't want to teach anymore. It's like we got to ask without any stress to bringing about on my yes. part. Like you got to ask. I mean, in all these, you know, prophets, it's in the Bible. You know, you just ask simply and sincerely, but without any any sort of oh, any angst at all. Just or or thinking you got to ramp up the joy about it. Even just matter of fact. And for a while, I have a, a Louise Hay affirmation that I changed a little. That it's on a little card somewhere. Yeah. And it's I do I do what I love, and I'm well paid. I I now do what I love, and I'm well paid for it. So I don't turn it into like a, um, I want to emphasize, you know, into a superstitious saying, like I have to say this all the time or it's not going to happen. You know, I don't want to make you think that at all. But that is where this thank you, this general, this general prayer of thank you has in just a week's time brought about, like, like you just heard, all these things have happened this week, including, you know, I sold the painting and it on the same day I posted it. My wife just that's happened what I was to gonna share say. it. That's what I was going to say. And, it, and of course, when God works, it's always through enjoyable channels. So Jen shared it and one of her regular customers said, I want that. And it was like, holy cow. And then I go visit Jen and bring her that. And on the way home, I get an email because when I got to my house, I saw when the email came after I saw Jen because that all experience was very enjoyable, you know? And, I, and when you have one of these experiences, my mind is going, wow, thank you, God. That's miraculous. And now that high attracts more. I get home, an email came, and it was for 
inviting me. They wanted to book my Create Your Best Life via journaling workshop. Wow. You know, for November or December, and his favorite date was December 5th. And I said, oh, yeah, let's do it. December 5th, you know? So it was like one, when you start, I, I'm really starting to now, you know, half of my brain go, what, you're 61 and now you're just figuring this out? But no, we're all learning and we're all growing. And it doesn't matter what you figure out, when you figure it out, because whenever you figured out what you figured out, it opened up new yeah. vistas and new opportunities. So now I'm at this other layer where I thought I knew this stuff. And once again, I'm going, wow. So this, you know, that's why we're highlighting thank your way out. Number one, it'll thank me out of when my mind was in a depressive or starting to pile up things that needed to be taken care of. You know, how are we going to pay this? What are we going to do with this? What about that? It broke me free of those things so they could fall into the divine order and everything gets done when it needs to. And the money always shows up. But on another realm, it's putting me in a general feeling of like, you know, Jesus said, when you pray, ask and then believe as if you've already received it. Yeah. And it puts me in this general attitude without consciously straining to visualize, visualize myself already receiving specific desires, but my desires that the universe already knows are manifesting by just saying thank you in a general way. Yeah, you, you nailed it. That's what my wife picked up on when I said, I don't want to teach anymore. I, I had never said it about this subject in that lighthearted, yes. pray with a feather kind yes. of way. And I'm still really have to keep bringing my mind back to that. But all week when I remember, I, I say, you know, I just want to feel better right now. You know, I just want to have a good time on the show. Because God's already delivering it. Yes. It's not like God's waiting for me even to say that. It's just like, oh, okay, bring it in now. He's receptive to it more than, more, more than anything else, you know? So how are you two doing with this, uh, with us today? You, uh, having listened to the show about thank you, is there anything bubbling up uh, for you guys on the, on the subject? Well, I want to thank you guys. Um, I heard Daryl speak a few years ago. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, and I, I Googled him after, and then I found the podcast, and I was like, man, this is so great. There's so, like, because, you know, all my life, you know, like my dad, he grew up during the Depression. He's like, keep your nose to the grindstone. A fool and his money are soon parted. You know, all these sayings, like, very, I love my dad. I love you, dad. But, um, but you know, but Daryl, you know, and you, and you had opened up my mind to, like, these possibilities I can do with my life. And, and I'm, I'm really excited about it, you know, and. You know, before when I would pray, I'd be like, you know, don't ask for anything, you know, you know, self-imposed nonsense, you know, right. and stuff like that. And uh, and now, you know, I invite God into um, the things that I, my dreams, like, like uh, I'm going to retire in a couple of years. I'm working on a documentary now. Um, and, uh, and thank you, Daryl, because I never would have did this if it wasn't for Daryl. Wow. Yeah. So that's just my. What's the documentary about? Uh, it's about. Uh, the history of Oakland, and also uh, one of the founding, uh, I guess, fathers of Oakland, uh, Francis Marion Smith, the 20 Borax Mule Team guy. No one knows about no. him. He had such a huge footprint there. Incredible story. I hope I can do a good job telling it, but I want to thank you guys because I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for you guys. So. That's wow. incredible. And these principles. Wow. 
Wow, thank you for sharing that. I'm so excited to hear the story. Yeah. Yeah, because these principles, I'm sure, show up even in, 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 in his, his story. life. Talk about taking leaps of faith, right? Everything, like I think people back in the the back in the day were just leaps of faith were par par for the course, yeah. and it made you know bring because it bring that's what I think has been lacking for me. That's why I think health and stuff starts to suffer if I'm not leave leaping if I'm going for holding on to be safe instead of leaps of faith of joy, right, and service or whatever it is that inspires us. Then my actual hormone, yeah. all, everything starts to get imbalanced because it's not feeding off of life anymore. And so I'm excited. Just hearing you say that is another nudge for me to keep going. And how about you? Well, I was thinking as you were talking about Emmett Fox and the golden key and how, you know, the answer is not to stay focused on the problem. The answer is to just start thinking about God and stop thinking about the problem. Mm. But that's a really hard thing to do. And then I was thinking about how you know, thank you is one of the ways to go back to God and to find that avenue again toward back to that. And I think for me, because I've been in job situations where I haven't always been happy, and I think one of the things I found is that if I try to leave something out of fear or anger, mm -hmm. it, it never quite opens as fast or the way that I wanted to. But when I try to leave once I've let go and I leave because I'm being called somewhere else mm -hmm. and I'm going toward something, mm -hmm. then it becomes this really positive thing. So I was really enjoying when you were talking about like, oh, a foundation and a school, because then that's going toward something instead of just being done with something. And, yeah. th and for me, it's always worked better that way. And that's where the doors open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been feeling, that very thing. And um yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm also recognizing because I've been holding on to this thing for so long that this all can happen quickly, you know? That cuz one part of me is like, well, if I don't like fight it, then I'm going to have to does how long does this mean I'm going to have to be here? And it doesn't mean that at all. Actually, when I come to my senses and realize it's just a job, like really get back to that. Yesterday I was laying in bed. I'm so glad you're saying this. I really appreciate it. Like you're really ministering to me right now because I was laying in bed and I, I've been getting you know these glimpses of just freedom, in terms of free. It's what I really want is freedom from the angst, the worry, the self recrimination, that type of stuff, you know. And um, it was so cool because I just saw myself separate. Like I saw this is just this district, not. Not it's not in here. It's out there. There's a you know, and I'm here, and I'm separate from it. And it was really weird. I yeah. feel like I, the whole thing's been, it's been living in my head as if it's me, you know. And I'm like thinking about the superintendent, this person, that person. Like it was felt good to just put all that aside and just think about me as a separate thing from from that. Yes, and I feel like that is that actually helps me then stop freaking out and panicking and fighting. I feel like I, I don't think in the past I realized, or I forgot like how much my joy and well-being is an essential part of the equation. Another meditation that I did this week is just meditating on the fact that everything's working in my favor. Like first meditating to realize this nightmare is just all being generated from my own imagination and then shifting my imagination into thank you. And everything's working out in my favor. And from there, like job offers are coming in, 
you know, like a really positive, wonderful thing that's, my whole universe is centered around me. I mean, it, yours is, yours is, yours is. It's, and it's, I wasn't taught that. And I don't think a lot of people are taught that. And I, I mean, he, uh, Eric Butterworth in the, in the Celebrate Yourself talks about that. Like we're each centers of, I mean, he's not the only one, but we're each centers of God. Like, and that is not um, an overstatement or, or hyperbole. We're each centers of God. And we're, our job is to take care of our center, right? Yeah. And we're always co-creating. Dugan helped me with that because when I was in the military, it was when I met Dugan. And I was like, I mean, there was hairy stuff happening. Like, oh, man, all this stuff's happening. You know, how am I going to deal with this? And he just said, you know, like, I don't, I don't even want to say forcefully, but very adamantly. He said, Daryl, all those things are happening around you, not to you. And I was like, oh, wow. And it put me in like that state you were saying. And that really helps me. Unlinks me. And I just, all this is dancing around here. It's not happening to us. It's dancing around here. And then knowing that as my attitude shifts, my feeling nature, these things that are happening around me, not to me, either respond in a more advantageous way and more opportunities for me to do more of what I love. Cause that's all God wants us to be happy, you know, and healthy. So when I correspond with these ideas and my mood elevates, then everything that's happening around me, not to me is much more enjoyable. Yeah. But it's never happening to the me that is me. Mm. Mm-hmm. unless I start shrinking in my thoughts and then I start believing that and then it's just horrible. It's like quicksand because it just becomes self-pity. The other thing that I was thinking, like you, you said in the beginning when you were talking, Ed, you said, you know, because I've been doing this for so long that I know it's going to happen quickly, meaning when I finally let go. And, you know, Emma Curtis Hopkins, I wrote it down in here, but I could never find it in my own book with my handwriting. But in a nutshell, she said, We have to heal the idea that God takes time. Yeah. That's our number one problem with our thinking, that that it has to be so long or I got to go, you know, in order to get there, it's going to take some, you know, you're going to have to go through some hard knock. It's like, no, like your dad would say, I grew up with this. I mean, my dad was a little bit more, uh, derogatory towards me personally, in addition to those thoughts. But uh, nonetheless, the good news is all that's not true. And that's why those thoughts feel so bad. I thought if thoughts felt bad, it meant they were valid. And it, it's the opposite. They feel bad because it's just like any other pain in the body. If something hurts, it means I'm doing something you know, incorrectly, inharmonious with my physical well-being. And the same is with our thinking life. I agree. I agree. You know, when I was able, when I'm able to see the district is separate from me, it's just, and all of that stuff. And I, I actually started forgiving myself for judging these people. 
because I don't even know them. Like whatever I'm holding in here is not them either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. I, what's crazy is I realized there's a two people with this, with the name of one of my former girlfriends. Last night I was forgiving myself. And I realized I was holding a lot of unforgiveness toward myself about what had happened with that girlfriend. Also, it was wow. crazy. Like these two names, because there's three people that were like my nightmare people at the school, whatever, like get involved and like, why they're the reason. I'm, and I, right. as I forgave, forgave, forgave. And I was like, bing, like same name. Forgive yourself. You've been, I, I, I've been calling this like this dramatic and sad, this dramatic sad sack that has been telling these stories. <laughs> And it's, I, you know, I don't bring it out in front of other people very often like I used to, because I used to like to have an audience with these dramatic, when I was in college, you know, sad sack stories. I made me a good rock singer. <laughs> and now I don't want no. it, but it's still, I'm still releasing that, that propensity to tell those stories. You know, it's funny what you just said. This is what I wrote in my book this morning. I practice radical love and radical forgiveness and welcome a brand new experience. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that you're saying? And then I wrote that we got this affirmation. It came through a positive Christianity website. They send us emails, right? Is yeah. that the name of it? And out of the whole block, there was this great uh, quote that a minister used to use. And it's this The past is a foreign country, they do things differently there. It helps me really, <laughs> it's humorous, but it also, I could feel my gut unlock from my past <laughs> and unlock from, it has to be done the same way. No, the past is a foreign country. They, they do things differently there. And it makes me, it propels me forward to this new, you know, territory, this new future that's going to be better than the past. Even if the past was incredibly good. They still do it differently there. You mentioned your age. My age. I, I thought age was like so much of a factor, and it's not. I've seen no. these things where people are doing incredible things, even in their 90s and 100s, you know? It just, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing to see I, this. Yeah, I'm having to fight that one off. It's been coming up lately. I don't know why. You know, I thought I would never have this thought about age. But it's been popping up in my head a little bit lately. I go, no, I gotta, I gotta remind myself of people we know, like even Phil Pearson at ninety six, doing things, and Doctor Elizabeth, Doctor Elizabeth, she's gotta be a hundred at least. What about Nancy Norman? She's eighty six. Yeah, you know, and these people are vitally alive, and and she just in the last year decided to do more speaking and got yeah. her clothes ready, as you guys heard. We saw this. Uh... We read this article about this woman. Uh, she was Cuban, and she became a singer in her nineties. Her and she became. Uh, do you remember the story? I think so. Yeah, yeah, she had she had decided she always wanted to sing or something, and in her nineties started performing. You know, just I mean, there's so many things possible, and I think, you know, when I look back at where I was in the past, yes, that is a foreign, you know, foreign yeah. country. They do things different. But I didn't realize, you know, where I was at that point. So I can imagine my 90-year-old self, if that person looked back at me today, she would think, oh, she was a baby. You yeah, know? I know. So right. It changes your perspective if you think about it. Yes, yeah. I love it. I mean, 
I seriously thought I was over the hill when I was like 23. Mm-hmm. I was like, I blew it. My whole life's over. Dude, I thought that in sixth grade. I thought it was too late for me to join the basketball team. You know, what's the use? <laughs> I blew it. My life's over now. All right, might as well just end it. Yeah. I mean, that's how yeah. I was. I was older at 23 than yes. I am now. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think yeah. I'd make it to 23. This is man. great news. We're getting younger, folks. We are well, getting younger. Yeah, I, I agree. Same. You yeah. Know, in my 20s. More, way more miserable, way older, yeah. way more burdened. It's yeah. much easier now. Yeah, yeah. don't you? Th- when you said that, don't you think that the 90-year-old would also just be on the board with this whole thank you thing? Just oh, say yeah. thank you for everything. Just yeah, my 90-year-old even... self would be like, why were you worried about anything, man? You know, it yeah. looks back at me now. Why were you even considering old age then? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm going to be thinking at 90. Yeah. I go, why were you even thinking that? And then it gets even better. You know, what if, you know, the idea of God would be like me discovering, holy cow, you mean I didn't have to worry about a thing? All I had, to, all I could have done was just been joyful and every, all my needs would have been met. Yeah, that was the whole point. Oh, well, at least I got a few little moments of that. Yeah, right. you did pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I know we, we talked about last week about how we make laws of limitation. Yes. And those are the only limits there really are. And I think I've had this law of limitation, too. I mean, I'm 49 and, and have been like, well, it's running out. You know, like time's running out. <laughs> and it's like, you know, one of the good things were, uh, that I did. Time is running out. One of the things I did not talk about was, um, uh, I, you, I think you mentioned it, uh, something about it, but I decided, I was talking to Daryl and I'm like unconsciously opened up a website and made her, was making a resume. And it was so easy to do because the website cost me like $2.99. And uh, back in the day I, when I was cheap, I would even think, should I pay $2.99? Now I'm just like, so I didn't think, like, thank God I did it. And in like 15 minutes, I had a functional resume. And then now I've been jumping on there when I'm inspired and tweaking it yeah. and changing it. And um, one of the things, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking about leaving this job, like talking about it. I started talking about it at the end of last year on the show, really, when I was, it was Kathy sitting where you're sitting. And, um, and I was just thinking, you know, what they're saying has got to be true for me too. I can't, my spirit was like, I got to bring this out into the light. I got to get moving here. And um, when I made the resume, so everyone tends, not everyone, there are people that say, well, how long till you can retire by the number, you know, Ugh. by the numbers. <laughs> and I'm not, that's, I, I, that doesn't, type of thinking is not my forte or doesn't, is not what has led me successfully down the roads that I've gone down. And so, you know, and I've done my best to not think that way for me or think I have to think that way or think, oh, because six years, that's not a little, oh, I can, I can tough it. I don't, for my students, I wouldn't want to tough it out well, for six years even for anyone the, involved. But whenever that question is posed, they're posing it in a way as if you are in prison. Like, come on, you could stick it out for another. Because yeah. it, it's said in a way of, yeah, it's, you know, I know that those are unbearable conditions. It's not like a joyful no. question when it's imposed. Well, That's the yeah. part that feels bad. Yeah, yeah. Because you're basically, they're basically saying that it's, they're unconsciously telling you what you already know why 
there's a good reason why you want to move up and out. Oh, yeah, man. I told this to a second-year teacher, and he was like, oh, man, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, but, but they're also saying at the same time, though, that, yeah, you know, this is how life is. You know, man, you do, you, you're in prison for like 20 to 30 years, and you hate it. Yeah. But then you get a jackpot at the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good news was when I was making my resume, when I wrote down 17 years in this district through my own eyes, I was like, dude, that's a good run. That's not like you better stay longer to do it. Like, no, that's, that's a lot. That's just like, wow, you've dedicated this much. I mean, that's only one job. I've had, I've been working with kids for longer, but seeing it and for a moment i was able to see like this is a good run this is not something to you better tack on this minute like and i understand that thinking but really that's lack thinking yes that's really fear driven lack yes. thinking under this weird i mean yeah it, it's it it felt so good to just see it through eyes of spirit i would say which is telling me dude come on you got a lot to do here you got a lot of value you got a lot of skills and and you got a lot to, you'll do a lot more for the world being happy and inspiring than trying to fake it. Like, cause I've been, yeah, I've, I'm done with that. Like I've, I've done it and now it's time to get excited about where, what I'm doing here. Like fully excited and get, take it. I'm not waiting six years. I need to, I need to um, pull from that account now, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's time to pull from that account, which is my living energy. It's not about money in the bank. Well, that, it's fearful because it's saying that God's not the source, that this place is the only source, whatever it is, no matter how bad it is, it means there's no opportunity. It's also very degrading because it's also saying, you know, you're such a schmuck and at your age and all this other stuff, you know, you can't expect to go anywhere else better than this. Right. That's, it's really a derogatory, small-minded, and that's why it really feels bad, and it's scary, because it's all based on fear, whereas the real leap of faith is, no, God's my source. This has been a great channel for 17 years, but I know something better, and I will be, I'll be doing something better, because when we're happy, we get we're more generously provided for. That's right. Sarah reminds me too. Like I sometimes talk about retirement. I was like, do you think I can retire in a couple of years? You know, you think we can pull that off? And she's like, you got a golden key that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got a golden key in our living room hanging up over the yeah. window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got a Lori key. has to remind me too. Yeah. She says, no, it's yeah. because we've always had more than enough. And I just go, you're right. Yeah. And if you enough. if you can honor those 17 years and say thank you and yes. my I built this character during this time by doing this work by learning from these people by learning about myself and what I want to do and what I'm able to do then it doesn't become like you were stuck there. No. It becomes part of your transformation, like that transformation yeah. into the butterfly, you know, yeah. that you were transforming during all that time. Right. And now you're pushing up against the cocoon and yeah. you're probably yeah. on your way out, you know? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It felt like that because as I've added to the resume, like I literally built a whole district wide lunch program. Yes. And because of my job, there was never, I know I've, I haven't really had any supervisors who really have been, wow, this is amazing. Wow. This is keep doing this. It's been all self 
driven, really. All everything I've done, I build programs for kids, individuals, district wide. You know, it's like all that stuff. It's amazing to see it and actually give myself like thank, say thank you, like yeah, yeah. because I've become something. I've done things that I still got to take inventory and realize, dude, this is who you are. You did all of this. I mean, not that's not who you are, but these are some of the just some of the things you're capable of doing. And who you are is that guy who somehow just keeps creating and, and, and moving forward and has somehow been able to do this with Daryl. If anything, Daryl's been my district mentor because <laughs> like, we'd go and have coffee and then I go back to the district, you know, if anything. So um, it is exciting to like, because, you know, I especially like, you know, my, my, my in-laws are still around. So there's still a little voice of parents through my wife sometimes and it's still this there's still in this my head sometimes is it just quantifies everything like my because my parents were all about it hold on to that job i mean literally still would say this probably hold on to that job it's like it's you know like when i want to celebrate hold on to it it's like instead of wow this is amazing obviously you're doing amazing things like hold on to it so you don't lose it you know oh, God. and uh it doesn't do you, that doesn't speak at all to what motivates me or what I've been inspired by or what I've been able to accomplish or the lives I've been able to be a part of and transform. And, you know, that's what speaks to me. And that's what's paving my way forward is tapping into all of that. Man, I, I, I got to have you guys on the show more often. Can we have like two little chairs in the corner where they sit all the time? <laughs> How do you guys, you, uh, we're, we're, uh, we've been, we're rolling along, but I want to, um, you guys, golden key, like you, you said, like, how do you guys together practice these principles and how do you think that affects you guys, uh, your relationship? Well, every morning we get up and do a morning routine together. We read, uh, we've been reading, um, some readings, uh, we were reading Daryl's book closer. for a while. We pull oh, that mic up a little closer. Oh yeah. Or is just speaking to it a little bit I better? I know better. Um, <laughs> Uh, every morning we get up and do a morning routine together and we do some readings together and meditate. Sometimes I fall back to sleep, but you know, um, but wow. we meditate together and, uh, and we listen to your show together. You know, we go on trips, we listen to you guys and we get reminded about the golden key and, uh, and just all these different principles that you guys talk about. Yeah. I think, I mean, we help remind each other. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, in, and I think that's really useful, but I also say like, I'll give Glenn credit and myself credit that we both were already leaning towards these things to begin with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to have a partner that you're doing these things with, but it's really nice to have a partner yeah. to help you remember those yes. things. So, um, and I think it can be really simple, you know, so if one, you know, because you catch yourself saying something negative, right? Yeah. So one else would be like, the weather is terrible today or whatever, you know, uh, the other will go, oh, really? You know, so we kind of razz each other a little yeah. bit about it, you know, in a, in a good way. And I think help remind each other of that. And, and then I think that becomes the framework of our relationship that we both really value saying things like thank you yeah. and, you know, being kind to other people. And then we have that energy in our home and it impacts, you know, the people that we both go out and see and interact with on a daily basis. So mm. we just started reading the Optimist Creed every night. I don't know if you ever heard it. Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Started reading that before yeah. we go to bed. That's the last thing we do. Who's originally? Do you know the author who's originally credited with that? I can't remember his name yeah. right now. Yeah. Because I know yeah. there was one guy in specific that yeah. specifically wrote that for himself, and then it got adopted yes. as the Optimist Creed. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, yeah. We saw a documentary, um, and and they mentioned it. And we were like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" This woman was a Holocaust survivor, and she 
had it hanging above her um, her shop, and she would read that. And like they asked her, "How do you keep optimistic?" And she's like, "I read that every day, you know." And <laughs> you want to read a little of it, Ed? Is Did it you Christian find Christian Larson? Yes, Christian Larson. Did you so is, is, it, is this it? It says promise yourself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, I'll read it right here. And then we can get the daily word as well. Um, pr- promise yourself. This is called the Optimist Creed. I've never read this before. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget about the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. Wow. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. To be too large to worry, too noble for anger too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. That is good stuff. <laughs> what? Okay, so now we'll just put a cherry on top with today's Daily Word. Yeah. yeah. All right, grateful. So this is Tuesday, September 26th. I lift up my heart with gratitude. Although I may not be inclined to give thanks for all things, I can practice gratitude in every situation. Gratitude elevates me. With each thankful prayer, I feel a lift of my vibration, consciousness, and circumstances. How can I ruminate or obsess while I am giving thanks? Through my grateful thoughts, I feel the light in my soul becoming clear and bright as any dark clouds of doubt or disappointment dissolve. Spiritual guidance shines through my mind and heart, making my direction sure. My grateful heart guides and moves me toward my highest and best outcomes. My path is clear, my way is sure, and I give thanks as I walk with conviction along my journey of soul evolution. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone. 1 Timothy 2.1 Ah. We have a little story about the two of you. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, thank you both for taking the time. And uh, listening to the nudge, and this, this, this is come on the show. We got this hot off the press because this just happened this morning. That's right. Really? Well, yeah. So, where am I looking over here? Glenn and Sarah were a bit late to Chobo Studio today because they got lost. Apparently, Glenn, like many men before him, so sure he knew the way that he refused to even look up the directions or ask for help despite Sarah's suggestions. Feeling quite proud, Glenn told Sarah, I'm just like Moses, leading us out of the desert. Sarah smiled and replied, Maybe if he had asked for help, it wouldn't have taken him 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have a woman to ask, and he would have refused, just like you, Glenn. I understand. Yeah. Lori would have said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing's clear about all this. We really have to oh, take things one day at a time. Yes, we? we do. You know why? This, this is, is it. it. This, this is it. This is, is life. The one you get. So go and have a ball. This is it. This is it. Straight ahead and rest assured. You can't be sure at all. So while you're here, enjoy the view. 
keep on doing what you do. So hold on tight, we'll muddle through one day at a time. One day at a time. Visit DarylNet.com to Glenn find and Sarah, we love you. Everything Chabot. we do. And thank you for being a love part of Funniest Thing with Daryl. So up on your feet, up, up on your feet. feet. Somewhere there's music playing. Don't you worry none. We'll just tank it as it comes. One day at a time. 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 Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Podcasting. Does this mean I get to make a podcast now? No, you can't make a podcast without understanding the phrase poop. Poop? It's actually a carefully organized code. PodShuttle optimizes our podcasts. Ah, poop! Looks like Mr. Weingarten understands poop. Here's a typical customer. I wonder how he feels about PodShuttle. Hey, thanks to PodShuttle, I get to get this these episodes out every week. They do everything behind the scenes for me. All I have to do is record and send them the audio and the video file, and they take care of the rest. Without them, this wouldn't be happening on a regular basis. And I would not be able to be consistent without PodShuttle. PodShuttle.